Today is Wednesday, March the 4th. This is the Women's Chumashir. We are up to Bereshit, Perik Yutet, in the middle of the episode with Lot. Okay, Rabotai. We are up to Bereshit, Perik Yutet, in the middle of the episode with Lot, who is housing uh, strangers and is surrounded by uh, peoples of the township. And um, they called to Lot and said, take out those individuals and vineda otam. Bring this out and we'll get to know them. So what we saw thus far were three interpretations as to what that phrase happened to mean, Vineda Otam. And today, we are going to follow the lead of the Ramban and compare the episode here with that in Sefer Yehoshua, an episode called Pilegesh Begiva. And the reason why it is so crucial for the Ramban and lots of modern day scholars to see the comparisons and the differences and similarities is on account of the fact that the Torah, as angry as God is against the people of Sodom, no place in the text itself does it actually say what they did to deserve to die as an entire city. No place in the text itself does it tell us what they did wrong? All we have is adjectives describing their characteristics. We had in Parshat Lech Lecha that the people of Sodom are Ra'im Vechata'im Lashem Ma'od. They are transgressors. That's all we know. Usually, when the Torah, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is angry at not a particular individual, but masses of people, the Torah tells us precisely why HaKadosh Baruch Hu is angry. So if you go at the beginning of Parshat Noah, just to remind you, and we've made reference to this on several occasions, if you go to the beginning of, it's not the beginning, but it's um, almost the beginning, of chapter 6 of Sefer Bereshit, It's Perigvav, Psukim Yudbet and Yudgimel, Yudbet and Yudgimel, or, or no, Yud, Yud Aleph and Yudbet, excuse me, Psukim Yud Aleph and Yudbet, no problem, Yud Aleph and Yudbet. So the Torah writes, Vatishachet Haaretz Milifneho Elohim, Lifnei Elohim, Vatimalei Haaretz Hamas. Vayar Elohim et haaretz Vihinei nishchata Ki hishchit kol basar et dalko Me'al haaretz So the text tells us That the entire generation Was corrupt Hishchit kol basar But yet In Pasuk Yud Aleph The Torah stipulates Vati malei haaretz Hamas Hamas is theft um, all different types of theft. And Rashi says 
based on the fact that the Torah said so, Lo nigzar dinam ela alachamas. God was angry at them for multiple reasons. But why did he make a decision to eradicate every living person? Because of the Hamas mitnehem. You go to the end of uh, of, Perik, of of Parshat Noah, chapter 11 of Sefer Bereshit. And in Pasuk Dalid, the Torah tells us um, why HaKadosh Baruch Hu got angry at the, at the Migdal Bavel, at the tower. The Torah tells us why. In Pasuk Dalit, Vayomru, and they said, Hava nivne lanu ir, let's build a city, umigdal virosho bashomayim, vinaase lanu shame, and we will establish our reputation as being the most powerful people on this earth. And why do they want to have their tower go up to the heavens? They even want to demonstrate that they are more powerful than God. So we understand why HaKadosh Baruch Hu did what he did to counter the people of Migdal Bavel. Here we come to Sodom and we read about an entire city being destroyed and we have no clue if we simply rely on the text. Yes, we saw Midrashim. We see Midrashim. Why God is, is annoyed at them. And, you know, they're, all of their laws about guests and chopping feet and elongating feet, we all, that's all in the Midrash. There is nothing in the text itself. Therefore, one of the methodologies of establishing what exactly got HaKadosh Baruch Hu so annoyed is comparisons with other episodes in Tanakh which share common words, themes and now you say I learn the known I learn the unknown from the known hence the comparison between Lot and the episode which we're going to study today, Pilegesh Begiv'ah, it helps, uh, it's not just a, you know, a curiosity study, it will give us something in text uh, which we can rely, put our hats on um, in order to understand what exactly was Ra'im V'chata'im L'Hashem They're bad guys, bad dudes. Okay. And that's one of the reasons why we're going to study this. And it is the Ramban, the only of the Parshanim, who mentions this episode. He is then at, his opinion is attacked by the Balakeda, by the Abarbanel. They all seriously attack him. But he provided the lead. So what we're going to do today is to see the episode in Shoftim, Sefer Shoftim, and the background and the reaction uh, to uh, the episode and compare the episodes as the Ramban did. So we're going to go through this quickly and I deliberately uh, photostatted for you the Safaria which has the English translation with every single Pasuk. It makes, I could have just photostatted the whole Parak on one page. 
but that's the Hebrew version and this like this if you want to try, look at it a little more carefully that's fine there were no kings during the entire Sefer Shoftim there are no kings this person from Shevet Levi uh, took a woman who happens to be his concubine Vatizne alav pilag show, and uh, the pilag show um, uh, left him. Vatelech meito el beit aviha. She went to her father's house el beit lechem Yehuda. Vatehi sham yamim arachadoshim. She stayed there for four months. Vayakom isha, her husband. It's not really a husband, but the one who is was established in this relationship. He went to, her to, you know, make up. There must have been some type of a, of a dispute. Doesn't tell us what the dispute was. He probably got very upset that she burnt the cholent. And uh, he screamed at her. And uh, she decided to leave. But it's interesting just to define a pilegesh from a halachic perspective. A pilegesh, from a halachic perspective, is a woman with whom the arrangement is that this woman will have no relations with anybody else but this person. That's what a pilegesh is. But he doesn't owe her any of the things he would owe a wife. Correct. There are no other marital responsibilities. He does not have to provide she'era kisuta ve'onata. He, he's not obligated to provide food, clothing, but Ona, to live with her, he is. That's the relationship that they have between the two of them. As to whether or not a member of Am Yisrael is permitted to have a Pilegesh is a famous machloikis between the Rambam and the Ramban. The Ramban is of the opinion that Pilegesh is available for everybody. Anybody who wants to have a Pilegesh can have a pilegesh in addition to his wife. And don't forget at that time, even multiple wives are, are permitted. Uh, and many did have multiple wives. Um, however, the Rambam believes that if you want to have multiple women in your life, marry them and take care of them. And pilegesh is available only for a melech of Yisrael. Only for a melech. It's... Uh, I don't know if you want to use the word privilege, uh, but it's available. But for the regular citizenry of Am Yisrael, they're not permitted to have a pilegesh. Yes? How, do you, how does a man enter the, into a relationship with a woman to set her up as a pilegesh? And how does All they do is say to one another, would you like to be my pilegesh? Yes, I would. That's it. And to end it? Goodbye, Charlie. Does not require a get or a formal act of Kiddushin. Yes. What? It's, yes. That what she did was uh, slept around with a lot of guys. That's what she did. That's correct. Now, um, right. It's, so she somehow... Correct. Again, I... I and if we would learn Shoftim, we'd have to spend two weeks 
I'm the, just the background. I don't have the time for that now. Good. So this guy, the husband, or, or the man, not the husband, is now trying to bring her back. Very nice. And the father of the girl saw him. And he was very happy. The father, his supposed father-in-law, was very happy to see him. Apparently, his daughter reported that he treated her very, very well. And that's why, um, you know, he's happy to see her. We can just imagine. Again, we're reading into it. I'm not studying Rashi or the Radak or anything. Just reading into it. They're there for three. He's there for three days in his quasi-in-law's house. You know what? Have one more meal, and then you'll go back to wherever you're going back. Second page, verse 6. Please, um, you know what? Not just have a meal, sleep over one more night. And then I'll be very good to you. And she'll be very happy and so on and so on. The guy got up says, No, I'm leaving. And what did his quasi-father-in-law do? He begged him. Vayif Tsarbo. Now, does that word remind you of anything? Sure. Yeah. Vayif Tsarbo. Who was Vayif Tsarbo? Lot to what? To his guests as well. That's what's now going to, you know, start our mind percolating that the two episodes share some common denominators. Again, because we're looking for a textual reference to what these people did. Vayash came baboker vayomachamishi lolechet. It's now the fifth day. Vayomer aviyana sana lavcha seadna lavavcha vehismamu adnetosayom. Please eat more and stay with me until the afternoon. Vayochu shnehem. Finally, vayokama ish lolechet. Upilag um, shovinaro. Apparently, the pilegesh has been um, has been uh, you know uh, persuaded to what to go back to his to her mister. Vayomerlo chotno aviyanara inena refahayom la arov linula kinochanot hayom lind ovayitabenech vishkan tomach v'dakam alecha. Now what? The day is almost over. Spend the night here, and then you'll head home. He didn't want, now he didn't want to stay. And he finally left. And he's headed towards Yavus, and he's got some donkeys and his pilegesh with him. Page 3. Haim im Yavus vahayom rad ma'od vayom it was getting dark so he said let's go to the city of Yavus and we'll spend the night there his master said to him we're not going to the city of Yavus we will 
um, not go, we're going to continue until give up. We will either sleep for the night in Giva or in Ramah. The sun is about to set. They are now in the tribe of Binyamin's territory. Don't forget, as you well know, each one of the Shvatim lived generally in a particular area and as was, the land was divided up at the time of Yahushua bin Nun. Vayasuru sham lavo, lavo lulun begevah, vayavo vayesha berchovayir, ve'ein ish me'asef otam habayta lalun. Sound familiar? Ain't nobody inviting them into the house to sleep over. Ve'hinei, ish zakein ba mimnaseu minasadebo erev, an elderly person is coming home from work. For Ha'ish, Meharaphraim, and this person is from Harephraim, the Hugar Bagiv'ah, the Ansheha Makom Yemini, and the people in his neighborhood are all Binyaminites, all from the tribe of Binyamin. Vayisa'inav, Vayar et Ha'ish, Ha'oreach Bechovair, and he sees this person in the middle of the city. Where are you headed? And where are you coming from? That's where I'm from. I'm on my way to the house of the Lord. Where would the house of the Lord be at this particular time? Shiloh, right? So he's on his way that day. He's going to go bring the carbon in Shiloh. So he says, I got plenty of food for my donkeys. I'm not missing anything. I have provisions. So if I have to sleep on the street, Nish Keferlach. Vayomer Ish Hazakain Shalomlah Rak Kol Machsorcha Olai. Whatever you need is on me. Rak Barachov Al Tolain. I don't want you to sleep in the middle of the street. Vayivieu Lebeto. Vayavalachamorim. He gave the donkeys. Vayirchatu Raglayev. They washed their feet. Vayochlu Vayishtu. Huh? In our parsha, they also washed their feet, and he gave them something to eat. Good. Page five, pasuk twenty-two. Hema mitivim et libam. They're feeling good about themselves. They feel good. It's a comfortable bed. Perhaps he had a little better wine that they were schlepping around in their jugs. Vihine anche ha'ir, the people of the city. Exact same words as by Lot, Anshe Hoyer. But here it adds, Anshe Bnei The peoples of the city who happen to have rejected God's authority from them. Nosabu et habayit. Exact same phrase as in our Parshan Parshat Vayera. They surrounded the house. Mit Dabkim al Hadeles. They're banging on the door. 
that it doesn't say by us. Take him out, bring that person out, and we will know him. And the way it understands there is they will have homosexual relations with him. It's almost the same phrase that exists by us. Don't do anything to my brothers, to my guests. Don't, don't engage in this terrible intention of yours. Do not do it. Look, here is my virgin daughter and his concubine. Let me bring them out to you. I don't want you to touch him, but what can you do? You can take my daughter and his concubine. And his concubine. And his concubine. They didn't want to listen to him. Well, the man, what he did is he took his pilegesh, and he, he threw out the pilegesh, not the daughter. They had relations with her. And they continuously raped her all night. And as the day breaks, they send her away. What? It's sad. Of course it's sad. Of course. Yes. Yes, we must assume they are Jewish people. From the city of Hebrew, from tribe Binyamin. We know that. What? Correct. In, that's an interesting observation. He did not want to go to the Gentile city. I only want to go to the Jewish city. And look what happens in the Jewish city. Fine. And what happened? As daybreak begins, she collapses at the entrance of the man's house where her husband was. The man wakes up in the morning. Sleeping all night, has no idea what's happening to her. And the door, he opens up the door. Listen to this. I'm going to work. Oh. Lo and behold, what does he notice? This woman, this Pilegesh, is prostrated on the floor, on the steps to the house. And her hands are on the threshold. Get up, let's go. 
She doesn't say a word. He just puts her on top of the donkey and he starts traveling. He comes home. He takes a long knife, like a shechita knife. It's the same phrase that is used by Avraham. When he is Avraham, when he's about to slaughter Yitzchak, the Pasuk states, Vayikach et ha-ma'achelet. He took the ma'achelet. Vayachzeik b'pilagsho, and he takes hold of his pilagash. Vayinatcheho la'atzameho, he cuts her up. L'shnei ma'ason itachim, cuts her up into twelve pieces. Vayishalcheho b'chol g'vul Yisrael. And he calls UPS, and he says, please deliver each one of these packages to each one of the tribes. So he sends a part of her to every one of the Shvatim. And anybody who, who saw this, who took a look at this, Amar, lo nihiyata v'lo nirata kazot l'miyom alot b'nei Yisrael me'eretz Mitzrayim arayom hazeh. No one has ever seen so thing, something such, so horrific to be done from the time that Am Yisrael left Mitzrayim until this very day. Simu lachem aleha utsu vidaberu. Think about this and make a decision. We'll see what this decision is in a minute. Page 7. Vayetzu kol b'nei Yisrael vatikahel ha'edah ke'ish echad l'midan v'ad ber sheva v'eretz ha'girat el Hashem ha'mitzpah. All of Am Yisrael get together where? At mitzpah. Vayetzu vayetzu pinot kol ha'am kol shifte Yisrael b'kal am Elohim so all of the tribes of Israel get together and there are now 400,000 people and what are their plans? Seek revenge against the Binyamin tribe for allowing such a thing to happen. Binyamin found out about this. And Binyamin Yisrael said to them, How does evil thing actually happen? Now he's going to tell the whole story again. And we went to sleep. People of that Giv'ah territory surrounded the house. They wanted to kill me. And my Pilegesh, they tortured Vatamot until she died. And I took my pilegesh, va'anatcheha, and I cut her up. I did this because something terrible happened to her. Page eight. 
There are representatives of all of Am Yisrael. Let's see what we can do. Nobody is going home until we begoral. We will now follow a take a lot, and here's what's going to happen. We will now take um, a hundred, ten men to a hundred, a hundred to a thousand, and a thousand to ten thousand. Lechol shifte Yisrael, umeyla elef, elef leruvava, lokachat seidolam, laasot levolam legeva binyamim kicholan avashon sam Yisrael. What are we going to do? We're preparing for war. Vayeesov kolish Yisrael oir ki ish echad chavirim. Vayishlechu shifte Yisrael anashim bechol shifte binyamin leimor moharaz asher niyasa b'chem. What do you guys do? What do you guys do? Veata. I want you, all of Binyamin, to do what? Give up the perpetrator. And we will execute him. And we will eradicate this evil. The people of Binyamin said, We ain't giving anybody up. Aside from the inhabitants of Giva, they mustered another 700 people. Fine. So now they stand there ready to go to battle. Now, page 10 for a minute. Vayakumu vayalu beit el, vayishalu belohim, vayomru bene Israel. They came, according to most, they went to Bet el and the Kohen Gadol was there and he had the Urim Vitumim and they asked him a question. In, in Which one of the tribes of Am Yisrael has to lead the charge against uh, Binyamin? Vayomer Hashem Yehuda Bitchila. Members of Shevet Yehuda have to lead the battle. Vayakumu just one second. So what happens? Fine. So Yehuda leads the battle. Yehuda's leading the battle. Vayakumu bnei Yisrael baboker vayachanu al agiva. Vayetzei ish Yisrael amilchamim binyamin. Vayarchu itam ish Yisrael amilchamim al agiva. Binyamin's ready. They're ready. 
Listen to happen. This is Pasuk Chafal. This is one of the Ramban's biggest points. Binyamin killed 22,000 members of Am Yisrael. No, initially just of Yehuda. Next day, or a couple of days later, Am Yisrael said, okay, let's go back and fight. And Am Yisrael is crying. God, you told us to go fight. And what happened? We lost 22,000 people. Should I continue fighting in Binyamin Achi? Vayomer Hashem, Alu Elav. Yes? Well, that means... Is that implying? Of course it's implying. If, you, if our Kajbaruch says Yehuda goes first, they start fighting. And they did. Vayikruvu, page 11. Vayikruvu, b'nei Yisrael, b'nyamin, b'yom ha-shini. Vayitzei, b'nyamin, l'kvotam, b'nyagav, b'yom ha-shini. Vayashchitu, b'bnei Yisrael, od shmonat asar elef ish arza. 18,000 people died the second day. Kol ele sholfei charev. All of them fighting with their swords. 18,000. We're now 40,000 people killed. And nobody from Binyamin died? Doesn't say anything. It's a good question. The text doesn't tell us. It would be unlikely that they didn't lose anybody. Unlikely. But it probably was not a significant number. No one cares. Yeah. They're crying. They fasted an entire day. Should we go again? In Pasuk 28. Should I continue to fight? Or what? Echdal? Stop! Enough! Vayomer Hashem, Alu ki machar etnenu biyadecha. Tomorrow, you are going to be successful, and, um, and that's exactly what happens. Good. So now, go to page, go to page 14 for a minute. Not for a minute, for And now we're going to see the Ramban's commentary why he believes that although the language is remarkably similar, many phrases, so first of all we will know that when it said Vineda Otam in our parsha, when the people surrounded Lot's house and said Vineda Otam. We understand why Rashi and that Ramban didn't, if you remember, he said something else. Uh, there were three interpretations, but the majority of Parshanin, Ibn Ezra, the Ramban, Cheskuni, all said it meant for homosexual behavior. Why? Because of this episode here. 
we know exactly what their intention was. Although they did not succeed in having homosexual relationship with the man, they had sexual relations with the woman, his Pilegesh, so we know what was running through their mind. So it satisfies us that although the text does not tell us what the people of Sodom were guilty of, we now know what they're guilty of. How? We read the episode in Sefer Shoftim. However, the Ramban now says, Vidda, Vehavein, page 14 on the left-hand side, Ki inyan pilegesh begivah, Afal pi shehi nidmeh le'inyan hazeh, even though it is very, very similar to the events of Lot, Einenu kamohu loroa. They're not as bad as the people in stone. They're not as bad as the people in stone. So says the Holy Ramban. Ki harishaim hahein lo hayadaatom lichalot haregel mimkomam. The people in Binyamin Giva did not try to do what? To lichalot regel. What do you think that means? Lichalot regel. It has, it has two meanings. Number one, the simple meaning is to keep all visitors out of their neighborhood. No more pedestrians. No one walking in my neighborhood. That's not what happened in Pilegesh Giva. And yet... It did happen in stone. That's number one. And number two, yes, lechalot regel is the way it was used by others to cut their feet off, to make sure that they're exactly the same size of the bed. In other words, Pilegesh Begiva did not engage in that type of cruelty. Aval, hayu, shtufei zima, they were immersed with sexual immorality. What did they want? They wanted homosexual relationships. And when the person sent out his pilegesh, they were appeased. They were satisfied. Sex is sex. A man, a woman, what's to make a difference? Right? Now, he's saying, well, doesn't this sound pretty similar to Lot? Lot offered what? His two daughters. Come out. This guy offers his daughter and a Pilegesh. Yodeya haya shelo yechafzu bebito velo yaasu imat ra'a. He was convinced that what? They're not real. They're not really interested in what? In the daughter. They want homosexual relationships. Now, just be a barbanel for a minute. One of a barbanel's favorite tasks, favorite things, is to attack the Ramban. So if you were a Barbanel, what would you ask the Ramban on that line? And that's why I read everything in... Te- what did the Ramban say? And what would you ask Mr. Ramban? If you saw, if the Barbanel walked in, what are you going to ask the Ramban? 
Why we was born like that? Because no, 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 no. No, no. What is the Ram? Based on what Ramban just said, what is the Ramban trying to do here? Say that A is what is not as bad as B. Good. Good. That's. But I want to ask you another, a more important question. How do you know what they would have done had he brought out the two daughters? Maybe they would have done to the two daughters what they did to what? To the Pelekesh. The Ramban says, I know that they would have turned down had he even brought them out. What did the Ramban say? Read the words again. Read the words. Yodeya, it's right next to the number 47. I know for a fact that what? They were not going to do anything to her. How do you know, Mr. Ramban? Does it say any place in the text that that was their uh, proclivity was to turn down uh, the, the, the women? Who said so? Uh, it's abundantly evident because when they took out the Pelegesh, they didn't send the Pelegesh back inside to, oh no, we want only homosexual relations. So had he sent out the two daughters, they probably would have been attacked just like this Pelegesh was. So, Mr. Ramban, you are now building up a case to show the Ramban's thesis is that Pelegesh Begiva is not as bad as what was intended by Lot. Question number one, which Abarbanel asked, is how are you so convinced that they would not have done anything had the two daughters been produced? Ve'al Cain. And therefore, lo avu lishmo alo. They weren't going to listen to him. The kasha hotzi es pilag show levada shat kumimem. When they took out the pilagesh, they suddenly became silent. Why did they become silent if that was not their initial request? He doesn't tell us. For ha'ish bal habayit, gam ha'oreach, kulam hayu chafetzim lahatzil et ha'isha bepilaksha. Et ha'ish bepilaksha. They all intended, their intention was to save the man by sacrificing his pilagesh. She's not his wife. In other words, had they been the wife, they would never have what? Made an offer to what? To protect, um, his, protect him at the cost of his wife. Ukvar zanta Allah. Ukvar zanta Allah. Exactly. The text already told us what was this person. She wasn't even loyal as a Pelegesh. She went and had relations. No, such a person, such a person, we, is, 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 is worthy of being the sacrificial lamb. Exactly. Just hold, hold on one second. Just one more second. Who befrots ha who owes. Lo hayabo kol Difference number two. Here in our episode, what does the Torah text tell us about who came to surround the house? Every single citizen of stone. 
as the Torah states. As the Torah states. Mina'ar va'ad zakein kol ha'am mikatzeh. From one end of the town to the other end of the town. Avol b'givan ne'emar v'hinei anshei ha'ir anshei b'nei v'liya'a. It doesn't just say anshei ha'ir, which creates the impression that it's what? It's everybody. It wasn't everybody. Who was only anshei b'liya'a? Those who have rejected the authority of God upon them. Miktsatam. It was only the ministers, the powerful people. What does Ba'alei Hagiva? It means the powerful guys of the city of Giva. Therefore, the others did not protest. Why didn't the others protest? Right? Because because they were powerless. Exactly. If the whole city, you know, you know, every Tom, Dick, and Harry is coming, so you could have expected a decent member of society to raise his or her voice. But here, who are the ones who are surrounding this house? Only the powerful ones. What do you expect from the ordinary peasants to now object to them? Therefore, nobody objected. What? Could very well be. And what was the intention of all of Am Yisrael? What is the intention of Am Yisrael? Not to allow such an episode to go unpunished. We are going to teach these people the lessons. And everyone became a tzaddik. Oh, exactly. I have to go ahead. Uh, we're not allowing such a thing to happen in Eretz Yisrael. Shine'emar we will kill them. According to Torah law, they are not guilty of a death penalty. They're not. Why are they not guilty of a death penalty? Because she was no one's wife. That's one. Okay, so uh, number one, she didn't die. But you can have a death penalty if if the person if you just rape a married woman. If you rape a married woman, the penalty is a death penalty for the rapist. But if she's not, okay, that that's the question of was she dead or did he kill her when he cut her up into twelve pieces? That's going to be a separate debate. That's not our topic. Now. Yes. Correct. That's correct. Good. So, according to Torah law, listen. I, I, I'm I'm actually sorry that the Ramban uses these words. Shelo asu maaseh zulati inui hapilegesh hazona. 
They didn't really do that much, except afflict what? A, a Pilegesh who herself was a Zona. They did not intend to kill her. They didn't actually kill her. They actually sent her back to the house. She was alive when they finished. And then she died. Ulai, what? Okay, so this didn't happen right in front of the house. Apparently, says so they took us, took us to the field or something, and then she made it back to the steps of the house, and then she died. Of course. Well, um, yeah. So again, what the Ramban is trying to do is to minimize the comparisons. Don't jump to conclusions that the two episodes are identical. One is far worse than the other. The Lot episode, far worse than the Pilegesh Begiver episode. Yeah. Listen, he continues. Aval mitnei shahayu chafetzim v'omrim la'asot nivala ke'anshei sedom that since they made a statement, they wanted to what? Uh, eliminate this type of activity. Ra'u hashvatim la'asot siyog la'torah shelo yeyaseh velo yomar kain biyisrael kimosha amru univara ra'a miyisrael. What was their intention in going to war? Even though these people did not deserve to die, this was a what? A siyog. To prevent another such episode in Am Yisrael. So that in itself has merit, which nothing of the sort ever took place where? In the Lot episode. Ain't nobody coming after these people who surrounded the city and whoever did whatever. We don't know. They didn't get to do anything to the daughters of Lot, who he what? He brought out because Hakadosh Baruch Hu destroyed the city. But had he not, but at the time, ain't nobody looking to prevent it. Here, they are looking to establish to make an enormous lesson, so that all of Amisol will hear, "You don't do this," and therefore they are willing to kill their brethren for this. makin <laughs> Shalom in Torah. There are times when Beitin takes the law into their own hands and administers punishment despite the fact that the Torah did not authorize such punishment. Bezdin can exercise its own uh, power in order to establish Siyad Torah. They say this is a positive? This is a po- yes. He's saying this is positive. Why they did when well, they went to war? Yes. That's his theory. Don't compare this to Pilagish Begiva. Pilagish Begiva was good. Not good, but it was, it had a good outcome. The low people had no such interest 
in modifying, in assuring that it never happens again. And therefore they died. And nobody objected. And they were all on equal footing. They could have objected. Not like there, it was only the ministers. Yes? Excellent point. Excellent point. The author of Sefer Shofim, which is Shmuel, he could have used very different words in describing the episode and maintaining its independence. If he used those words to describe the episode in Begiva, it's because he wanted us to flash our minds to Pashas Vayera. Pause. Course. I don't remember if Abinel, Abinel used that argument, but it's an excellent one. Excellent. Excellent point. Abarbanel just thoroughly disagrees that 12, as usual, 12, 15 questions against the Ramban. And also, the, not only he's not the only one, Rabbi Yitzchak Orama, who wrote the uh, commentary on the Chumash called the Atega. He is called the Baal Atega. Uh, he attacks the Ramban as well and disagrees with his entire theory. Yeah. It comes to my mind that probably when he was a student, that guy about 20 years ago, he did to a child exactly what it's described in here. Cut and pieces the child. So he took it from somewhere. This is why I was thinking, I wanted to ask, is that healthy for young students in the yeshiva to study a thing like that? I guess yes, it's so many years. First of all, most schools don't study shelter. And if they do, they don't get up to chapter 19. (laughs) And it's also, there's also another point. There's also another point. It's not unusual, it is unusual, that both episodes should be chapter 19 of their respective books. (laughs) I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence. But we didn't do the chapters. I know. So whoever did them, I don't think they did it as a coincidence. That is correct. It's not our, we did not, we never divided into the, that's the King James Bible that did so. We did not. Yeah, no, it doesn't, but it's the same number in both episodes. In Bereshit Yutet and Shofim Yutet. Yeah. Is it still a Siyad if Hashem is saying he's approving it by saying Yehuda Delu? Tell what? When I asked you before, right. is, that, is, is the implication by Hashem saying Yehuda go first that Hashem agrees that they should go to work? Yes. So is that still considered a Siyad? Yeah, 100%. HaKadosh Baruch just gave them so permission. What's the definition of Siyad? Right, so if Hashem gives it the definition so he no, he didn't. He, didn't tell, he just gave them permission. Apparently, Akhanishvar knew what their intention was, and he granted it permission. If he didn't want it to take place, he would have said, "No, don't go," and they would not have gone. So what I'm asking is yes. the definition of siyab. In other words, is something instituted by man to protect a total value. Akhanishvar didn't instruct them to go. He asked the asked permission. He said, you want to go? Go. That was the first time. The other two times he tells them yes to go. Because they asked again. But they, they asked it differently. They didn't ask. The first time they asked, who 
who should go first. They didn't really ask if they should do it. Right. Second to well, that's implied. Two people. Right. Yeah. Should we continue to go? He said, yeah, continue to go. So, and you're saying this is still considered a skill? Yes. 100 percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense because Hashem gives them permission, and yet it's Yehuda and B'nai Israel that are losing men. And every time they ask, they ask, should I go against Achi Binyamin? They're recognizing that this is family, brother. I know. It's troublesome when you have to fight your own brethren, no doubt. And 40,000 people died. That's a lot of people. No doubt. Okay. So we'll, we'll stop here for now. I'll continue next week to, to wrap this up and then move on uh, to the next uh, topic. So I'll, I'll bring it out just to Ramban next time. I don't need all of these sheets again. You can ask that question. You can ask that question. But the, the many ask that question. Why is it that if I could have the third is right, why didn't you let 40,000 people die? It's a very good question. And so many times. Yes, we will try to answer that question. Last week there's a bus strike. My daughter who lives in Mitzbay and gets a message from Matim Benyamin on the WhatsApp. Who knew that Shvatim had WhatsApp? <laughs> and, and wow. Development, right? Yes.